Hey everyone, welcome to 49ers Friday. I lost my quality control jacket, just realized it. Doesn't matter, show just started. I'm Grant Cohn, that's Ryan Hensley. We're doing a show now. 49ers Friday. Stuff to talk about. Starting with Jimmy Garoppolo, who is still on the team, so I'm, we're allowed to talk about him. Uh, he's back, and the question is, who is this an indictment of? Is it an indictment of Trey? Is it an indictment of Nate Sudfeld, Brock Purdy? Ryan, who is... Jimmy Garoppolo's return as a backup quarterback, who's that the biggest indictment of? Uh, you know, I actually watched uh, Stephen A. the other day, and I'm going to have to agree with him. It's it's an indictment on Jimmy G, right? He went from being a starter. The, the Niners made it well known that they're accepting trades for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you're talking about the quarterback who is, what, 31 and 14 or something like that. His winning percentage is really high. Fans tout him as a, a winner. Mm -hmm. um, he brought the team to the Super Bowl, brought the team to the NFC uh, West Championship, but now he's a backup quarterback in San Francisco. So to me, it's an indictment on Jimmy Garoppolo. He, he's not a starter. He's a backup. Now, of course, anything's possible. Maybe he'll make his way back as a starter eventually. Um, but honestly, his, yeah. yeah, his stock is going down. This is This is not a good look if you are – uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And to be honest, Grant, like I, I, I've been thinking like, why, why did he do it? Like, what's the reason? Like my pride, my ego is probably too big as a fault. I understand that. And that's good that his isn't like that, but this team didn't want you. They traded three first round draft picks to draft Trey Lance and you chose to stick around. You didn't have to. Right. Um, so, it, you know, it's just a lot of questions. I wonder why he did it, but if anything, it's not an indictment on Trey Lance. Um, they replaced Jimmy Garoppolo with Nate Sudfeld, mm -hmm. or they replaced Nate Sudfeld with Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, that's who Jimmy Garoppolo is replacing, not Trey Lance. I think it's a huge indictment of Jimmy Garoppolo. And the indictment is the league doesn't look at him as a starting quarterback anymore. Because, look, I mean, frankly, he took a huge pay cut, $6.5 million base salary. That's backup money. And so when there was no trade market for him this offseason, people that like Jimmy Garoppolo were like, well, that's just because he's injured. Or it's just because he's really expensive. Well, he's healthy right now, and he's not expensive. He's extremely cheap for a starting quarterback, if he were a starting quarterback. Theoretically, if a team out there needed a starter and viewed him as a starter, they'd be like, oh, my God, $6.5 million? We could get him right? That's What a great deal that is. But that's not happening. And, yeah, he has a no-trade clause, but the Niners could buy that out if there was a team that wanted him and Jimmy wanted to play for. You think Jimmy wouldn't want an extra couple million dollars and an opportunity to play? He's like, no, nah, I just want to back up Trey. I don't even want to. So that's that's not an issue. The indictment is the whole league's like, no, we're not. So why? Why is it? I, it's, I mean, we've talked about it forever. Uh, it's his limited skill set. It's that he has no upside. It's that he's getting worse. But, but – what is the thing we learned this offseason about him? That he ghosts his team in the offseason. And there's been some evidence, but look at what happened this offseason. John Lynch explained it. He was in discussions with teams about trading Jimmy. He thought Jimmy didn't need surgery. The Niners um, uh, doctor said Jimmy didn't need surgery. Jimmy had surgery anyway, anyway and didn't tell the Niners about it. The Niners were surprised. So from what it sounds like, John felt stupid like oh my god these teams i'm trying to trade you you don't even tell me that you're having surgery and these teams call me up like what the hell john you didn't tell me we were we were having discussions for weeks and you didn't tell me jimmy was gonna have surgery what the hell and and he's like well i didn't know and they're like you didn't know you don't talk to jimmy and he's like well yeah it's the kind of thing like jimmy kind of doesn't talk to us in the offseason they're like you're gonna trade someone that doesn't talk to i think that's a big deal he doesn't communicate with his team you can't have a starting quarterback who doesn't communicate with you and just has surgery and is like, oh, by the way, I'm out this year. You can't have that. That's He says the right thing in front of cameras and stuff, but that is unprofessional. If you're going to have the surgery, tell them. Pick up a phone and tell your team. I think yeah, that's a big deal. From what they said, that he he had he did have other opportunities where he could have, if they would have you know, released him where he could have went, he could have told the 49ers, no, I don't want to take a pay cut and they would have released him and he had other opportunities, but he obviously chose to be a backup on the 49ers over those other opportunities. So those other opportunities must've been backup jobs on not as good teams. Right. I don't think he would choose to, uh, you know, pass up a starting 
opportunity and a starting salary to be a backup for the 49ers. So the league, you know, the league has spoken to what they think Jimmy G is. And I know a lot of 49er fan loves him or loves him. You know, uh, that's great. Uh, you know, and I wasn't a big fan of Jimmy Garoppolo, to be honest, at $25 million or 27, whatever it was as a starter. But as a backup, I think it's great to have him on the 49ers. But I think it's time that people understand the, how the league looks at him. They don't look at him like a starter and caliber quarterback anymore. Yeah, I think some Niner fans are kind of hoping that there's a future where a quarterback gets hurt and a team gets desperate and trades the Niners like a second round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo to be their starter. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think any team is going to trade a second round pick for half a year of Jimmy Garoppolo. And then next year, I think what other people are thinking is, well, okay, if Jimmy's here and, you know, he signs somewhere next year for like, and becomes a starter, gets a starting contract next year, then the Niners will get a third round comp pick. I don't think he's going to be a starter anymore. I don't think any team, if he's, if he had to take this pay cut now when he's healthy, I don't think any teams look at him next year like, okay, we'll sign him next year. We'll give him $18 million next year because that's what the, he'd have to get for the Niners to get a comp pick. I think most likely next year there's going to be three to five vets who are available either by trade or free agency plus the three to five first-round picks. And he's just going to be on the outside looking in again, and he can either be someone's backup or he can retire. That's what I, I think. I, I could see Jimmy Garoppolo being the 49ers backup quarterback for – Long-term. For long-term. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it happening. He likes it here. He, he's Jimmy, to me, he's, he's just very comfortable – here uh you know he has his friends on the team you know and i'm not so sure i mean why would you like I, i've asked that question again let me ask you if you're if you pretend you're jimmy garoppolo grant why would you return to the 49ers who didn't want you were trying to trade you replace you with a rookie you know i'll tell why you why would, yeah because they made the best offer they made the best offer. I'm sure he was thinking I could get cut. I could ask for my release, but is there another team that would offer me six and a half million plus incentives up to 18? Maybe not. Because yeah. I mean, what the value he has to the Niners is his win percentage. And the fact that they're afraid of the unknown with Trey, he's not, no other team's going to be like, well, we bring in Jimmy. We're going to win, you know, two thirds of our games. Like, no, no one feels that way about Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. So I think, I think most of the league knows you know, what you and I know and what other people know is that uh, Kyle Shanahan did a really good job at catering towards Jimmy G's strengths. And he probably wouldn't look as good in another offense. Maybe if he went to Miami or something like that. Yeah. Um, there's not many opportunities where Jimmy Garoppolo is going to look as good as he did when he played for the 49ers. It's funny. Um, before we end with this, uh, Tom Brady has had a lot of backups in his 20 year career who've had opportunities to leave and become starters. And Jimmy's probably the most successful of them, but he's going to have the same fate as all the other ones, which is you had a chance to start. Yeah, it went well, maybe for a little while. And then you ended up being a career backup. Matt Castle comes to mind. He's going to have the Matt Castle end of his career. I know a lot of people disagree with me and think he's going to have this retribution. And I don't think so. I think he's going to be a career backup if he wants to be. The only question is, does he want to be so much money? He doesn't have to be. But that's, I think, his option at this point. I'm sorry, what team next year is going to be like, nah, forget drafting a quarterback in round one. Let's sign Jimmy mm -hmm. coming off a year where he didn't play and no one wanted. Like, that's not going to happen. I can see him being a backup quarterback for Trey Lance in the 49ers for a long time because I yeah. think he's probably comfortable in that role. You know, like the demand in the offseason is not going to be as high as what Trey Lance is. He can get by with his yeah. um, disappearing act as yeah. a backup. He can chill on the sideline, make several million dollars, yeah. you know. It's a good gig. The backup quarterback position in the NFL is probably the best job in, in the country, right? It's a good job. Um, so I could see it. I could see him being here for a long time. I, I can't. Now that you bring it up, like he's always going to be worth more to the Niners than any other team. The idea that some other team is looking at Jimmy and valuing him more than the Niners, I, I never understood that. How? Why? What team is thinking the Niners misused Jimmy? They did everything they could for him. Everything. The defense, the run game, everything. I mean, I think teams are like, eh, if they don't want him, why would we want him? If Kyle Shanahan doesn't want him, and we respect Kyle, wow. So, yeah, he's going to have to – this is very interesting. He could be with the Niners for a very long time as a backup. And I'm and, cool with that, man. I'm cool with yeah. Jimmy G as a backup. I like it. It seems like Trey's cool with it, 
And Jimmy might be cool with it too. He talks like he wants to be a starter, but if that's not an option anymore, I mean, of course you, I, I want to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Everyone wants to be, but if that's not an option, it seems like he's cool with this. I mean, Sorry, he's whatever. cool with it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. The way my pride is set up, I would have been gone, you know? So that right there tells you that he's like, all right. Okay. So he's, he's comfortable in this role for now. The question mm-hmm. is why? Do you think Jimmy Garoppolo thinks he's better than Trey Lance? Probably. You know, if he's really self-aware, he's, he probably realizes that, you know, what most people realize, um, maybe not most, but those that are really in tune with the team, which is he's better at the short, quick passes, um, getting the ball out quick, but that he is uh, inferior in every other way. I mean, he's got to have some kind of reality. Now, Pro athletes probably all think they're better than the person in front of them in general. So he might have a little bit of that where he thinks, you know, and maybe that's why he came back. Maybe he thinks there's going to be a point when Trey Lance either knock on wood gets hurt or uh, he can't carry the team. And now here comes Jimmy back to save the day. Um, Maybe that's what's going on in his head. Um, I would, I would imagine as a professional athlete, he probably thinks he's superior to Trey in, in some ways. He probably, hopefully he's aware enough to know that he's, uh, not superior when it comes to athleticism, running, uh, going deep, things of that nature. But uh, I don't know. He probably does think he's better than Trey Lance. Yeah, I wonder how much self-awareness Jimmy Garoppolo really has. Like, does he understand that he kind of missed an opportunity as a franchise quarterback and didn't do as well as he could have, and that's why he's a backup, or that he got railroaded and he's getting pushed aside because of Kyle Shanahan's ego and some young guy's potential. But really, if they're being honest, then you go with the best quarterback available is Jimmy. I think that's probably what him and his whole entourage thinks that he's gotten screwed over because Kyle Shanahan can't take blame. And, you know, there's, there's always some guy with potential who's going to get an opportunity over a vet who's actually better than him. He probably does think that. Um, and that's his problem. He, you know, they say like, so-and-so is his worst, his biggest critic. Not Jimmy. Not Jimmy at all. Jimmy is his biggest fan. Jimmy is Jimmy's biggest fan. And his whoever he surrounds himself with is all, it seems to be, you're the greatest, man. People don't understand. You're the greatest. Like, he thinks he's Tom Brady Jr. He's not. And I think that's a big reason why he never improved. He just never seemed that um, motivated to. I mean, like, he's, how can, how can you improve when you're already the best? When yeah. nothing's your fault. Yeah, I mean, I- I think he probably does think he's better, but, uh, and he got screwed over. I think you're right there. Um, and maybe, maybe that's why he came back to the 49ers. He thinks at some point he's going to get his opportunity to show everybody that Kyle Shanahan was wrong. Maybe that's why. Doesn't it kind of feel like they are working against each other? Like Jimmy wants to come in and play to prove that he was right and Kyle was wrong. And Kyle wants to keep Jimmy on the bench and have Trey work out so he could prove that he was right and Jimmy was wrong. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, and on the same team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, interest, the, the whole season has this weird, interesting dynamic now that Jimmy Garoppolo's back. It's great It's great for business for, for you. Um, it's going to be tons yeah. of stuff going on. Callie Tremor says, ego thing could be in play for Jimmy Trey just trying to play the game and get better. Yeah. I just can't get over Jimmy because we talking to John Lynch the other day, he kept saying like, look, we were talking to teams and then we didn't know. And he just had the surgery. Like, it's not that sure. The Niners thought he didn't need surgery and, and Jimmy disagree. That's fine. Second opinion is Jimmy's body. It's his, it's his deal. You didn't tell him. You just did it. Ha! What is that? How do you do that? It's fair for the Niners to be like, dude, you made us look bad, man. Not yeah. only did you ruin an opportunity to trade, you made us look like we're incompetent. And now the whole league knows that you don't communicate. That hurts your value and our ability to trade you, man. What do you, wh- why would you do that? Yeah, I think there's a lot working against Jimmy, and, and that's part of it. You know, um, not communicating, having the surgery when they were in a position to trade him. Um, there's a lot of things working against him. His limited skill set. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is, was probably, you know, 24th best quarterback in the NFL, maybe the first uh, top backup top three for sure um and i just think the league has kind of figured it out there's the fan base there's there's a segment of the 49ers fan base that hasn't figured out that jimmy has his limitations but i think the nfl has figured that out already yeah and it's like just for with his win-loss record his completion percentage his numbers 
It, I understand some people being like, why is there no market for Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, again, if you look at how down on him Jimmy uh, Kyle Shanahan is, and you start to listen and hear that he had a surgery without telling the team, he doesn't communicate with his team, that is not the actions of a starting quarterback. If you want to be a starting quarterback, you can't do stuff like that. that. Those are the actions of a guy who's cool being a backup from now on. To me, guy who's who's banked $110 million uh, and is like, you know what? I like the lifestyle. I want to have my own life in the offseason. If that means I can't be a franchise quarterback, so be it. I have $100 million. So what? I'm not calling you. Yeah. I'm just going to do what I want. Okay. Well, we're going to go with Trey then because he, he'll call us. He's not going to spring a surprise surgery on us, at least we think. I, mean, I, I still at, can't get over that, man. You didn't. If, if you look at the top quarterbacks in the NFL, they all want to be. They, they, they either are or they want to be heavily involved in the offseason with everything. Like Aaron Aaron Rodgers wants to be in the draft room, right? Yeah. Tom Brady will restructure his contract, take lower pay in order to get more people in. Tom so Brady all- wants to own the team, coach the team, general. He wants to do the, everything. Yeah. Jimmy's like, can you just call me when the season starts? Like, nah, man, that's not how we do it around here. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a I- big part. I asked Kyle like, what he thought of Trey's offseason, like all the work he put in and how impressed he was. He was like, it's what you expect. It's what you expect, which is the right answer. It's like, you don't, what do you want, a cookie? This is what it takes in the NFL. And the fact that the previous guy didn't get that after being around Tom Brady for four years is mind-boggling. I think the Niners just assumed it. Mm-hmm. He was around Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. He gets it. No, 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 no. He's not, no, no. He was, he was cool being a backup. He's a, he lives a backup lifestyle. Always yeah. has, always will. Backup lifestyle. Yeah, there's no there's no Mamba mentality with Jimmy Garoppolo. So. Nah, man. Yeah. Nah, man. I'm chilling the offseason. DJ Red says, You think Kyle will do the switcheroo quarterback situation like the Packers game? I hope so. One a man can wish. You're talking about it like a package for Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the package would be. A quarterback sneak. If they brought him in for a quarterback sneak and he played one snap and it was a quarterback sneak, that would be so great. Quality touch. Thank you very much. Uh okay, moving on. Next topic. Do you think Trey Lance's 2022 stat line will be better or worse than Jimmy G's 2021 stat line? Because that's pretty much how he's going to be graded first off. In some ways, yes. I mean, you want to go through it? Yeah, let's go through it. Okay, so games played, we'll just assume that that's going to be the same for the sake of this. Uh, Jimmy played 15 games, which is one of his best years as far as games played. He, he usually doesn't get 15 games in, but I think for the, you know, there's concern with Trey Lance being such a runner in the offensive line that maybe he won't get 15 games, but let's assume that he does for this uh, little little game we're playing here today. So <clears throat> I think in completions and attempts, Jimmy Garoppolo had 301 completions last year out of 441 attempts with a 68% completion percentage. What do you think Trey Lance will do in comparison to that? I think he's going to throw fewer passes, complete fewer passes, have a lower completion percentage. 68.3, uh, he's going to be throwing further downfield. So I think he's going to have a lower completion percentage. I agree with, with all of that. Yeah. So th- then you go to yards, um, average yards per attempt, and then yards per game. Yards is uh, 3,800. Average was 8.6 yards per attempt, and then 254 yards per game. Just a second, real quick. I'm pulling up his numbers from preseason. I want to check something real quick. Uh, where you at? Okay, boom. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. So in preseason, Trey Lance, it's really funny. Do you know what his completion percentage was in preseason? No. 68.8. Wow. 68.8 in preseason. And everyone says he was terrible, right? Terror, it was really bad in the preseason. 68.8. So again, a lot of this is Kyle. It's the offense. Jimmy is so he's so accurate. Nah, man, those are Kyle's numbers. So, yeah. okay, uh, I, said, I said he's gonna have less than sixty eight percent completion. It, he could have more. He had it. He had sixty eight point eight in the preseason. Okay, so yards per attempt. What was Jimmy? Uh, yards per attempt was eight point six. Eight point six. Do you know what Trey's yards per attempt were in the preseason? I remember last year it was like eight point five, but I don't know about preseason. This year in the preseason, eight point eight. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be above that. And, again, with, with, with Jimmy last year, a lot of that was just Debo Samuel running for a lot of yards after he caught the ball. I think if he's in shape, he could do that for Trey Lance too. I think, yeah, so far I think Trey Lance is going to, you know, have less completions, less attempts. I said lower completion percentage, but now I'm questioning that. But yeah. the average, I think for sure, is going to be, if I had a bet, it's going to be better than Jimmy's because you can still do the dump-offs to Debo. You know, that average comes from Debo Yak 
mostly for Jimmy Garoppolo. And Real Trey quick, Lance, last year in the, yeah. in, the, in the regular season, Trey Lance's yards per attempt was 8.5. Jimmy's was 8.6. So it was right there. And now yeah. it went up. It was It's just 16 throws from the preseason, but he's already shown that he's right around there. So I think it's fair to say – it's fair to say over. It's not outrageous. Well, it's going to be over if he can just do the little dump-offs like, like Jimmy does. But now he's got the deep shot to, to Danny Gray and IU. So to me, that one's going to be over. He's going to have a better – yards per attempt than Jimmy. And I'm guessing they take one, at least one deep shot to Danny Gray per game. Why would you yeah. not? One. Yeah. yeah. There'll be at least one or two deep shots per game in general. Hey, better to take the deep shot to Danny Gray than to Debo right now. Because frankly, I don't think that's the best way to use Debo right. That's never been the way they've used Debo up the sideline. Yeah. So anyway. Um, next one is long. Now, I think that was a Debo. It was like a seven-yard pass to Debo, and he took it. It was 83 yards. Is that right? That's right. It was a screen. That pass was behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So, so 83 was the long. Depends on Debo, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on Debo. That's a tough one for anybody. Yeah. I mean, who knows? No, but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Trey Lance take some deep shots from inside his own 20. And if he hits on one to Danny Gray, it could be a touchdown. I mean, he could. Didn't Jalen Hurts have some throws like that last year? I mean, definitely happen. Yeah. So I, I could, it could happen. Yeah. It could definitely happen. I, I think so. I, I will bet that the, the air yards on it, the air yards on Trey Lance's deepest bomb will be better than, than Jimmy Garoppolo's. And I think he'll have more uh, long, long shots. But um, I think the next one's probably the most important. I think Jimmy completed one pass that went more than 30 yards in the air last season. One. Yeah. And it was to Debo in Chicago. So, yeah, I would have to agree with you on that one, man. Yeah. 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 He's going yeah. to do that every game, I'm pretty uh -huh. sure. Yeah. Um, the next one I think is the, probably the most important statistic for me for – quarterbacks is the touchdown versus interception ratio right and last year jimmy had 20 touchdown passes and mm -hmm. and, and 12 interceptions that's what not to me that again that shows you're not a quarter, starting quarterback in the nfl mm -hmm. you got to be two to one to be a starting quarterback in the nfl and he's never been mm -hmm. it's not for his career he's he's a backup <laughs> okay go. and the great quarterbacks have a lot of three to one games and i looked up i think i found four or five in jimmy garoppolo's entire career where he had three, at least three touchdowns and only one interception. This is why I felt that run he had in 2017, where he won five games. It didn't matter at the end of a season that was over. Wasn't that it wasn't leading to a Hall of Fame career because he threw seven touchdowns and five picks in that stretch. That's not sustainable. They were winning close games with field goals against teams starting players like Sean Mannion and uh, Mitchell Trubisky. So yeah, he's always been this guy. And people talk about Carson Wentz not being that like. His TD to IRT ratio is actually good, and people question him. So yeah. where's Jimmy at in all this thing? So anyway, yeah. people question Carson Wentz's decision making. He never throws picks. He fumbles, but he doesn't a lot of picks. Sorry, if I had to guess where, where or Trey. If I made a prediction, I think he's going to be like twenty six and thirteen. Twenty six touchdown passes, thirteen interceptions. So he'll have one more interception, but he'll also have way more touchdowns, and his ratio will be better than Jimmy Garoppolo's. I'm not sure he's going to throw 13 picks this year. I feel like he threw a lot of picks in camp, so people are expecting it. But I don't think Kyle's going to put him in that situation. I think they're going to run the ball so much that um, they're going to limit interceptions that way. So I wouldn't be surprised if he had single-digit interceptions, even though he misses high and threw a, a bunch of picks. In camp. I think Kyle's just going to run a, run a lot. And so I wonder how many touchdowns he'll throw. I think he'll run for a lot. I think the wildcat, the quarterback-driven stuff will be big in the red zone. Um, but I don't know how much you can throw for. It might be less than 20. It might be 18. Well, I know that Trey Lance, you know, you look at him in college, he doesn't turn the ball over. Um, right. But one thing, if you compare him to Jimmy, he's he's willing to take shots. True. And that reason alone, I, this is the NFL. It's not, you know, he's not at North Dakota State anymore. I think the fact that he's willing to take shots and he's willing to give his receivers an opportunity to make a play, it's going to pay off and increase his touchdowns over Jimmy's, but it's also, there's going to be times where he's picked off because he's, you know, willing to gamble a little bit more. So that, that's so why. Let's say, so let's say he throws 400 passes this year and his interception percentage is 2.5. Let's do the math. 2.5. What's that? 2. 10? 10. Is that 10? Yep. So, okay. Okay. I think 10, 10, See, I'll take him below 12. I'm taking him below 12. Under 12. Okay. I'm, I'm going to guess 13 is my guess, but 
we'll see. I mean, you, you look at Peyton Manning because this is uh, this is essentially Trey Lance's rookie year, and Peyton Manning had I think what more interceptions and touchdowns right. his first year. Right. Yeah, but I think you know his first year, the fact that he is again he he is a willing to take shots every now and then. I think I could see it, but I also think there's going to be way more touchdown passes too. So, you know, it's still going to be a better, and I, either way, I think he's going to have a better touchdown to interception ratio than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's keep going. Okay. Next one is sack and QB rating sacks. Jimmy had 29 um, and a 98.7 QB rating. I personally think that Trey Lance is going to be able to avoid a lot more sacks Um I know but he's he also getting a lot more pressure, though. He's going to get more pressure. He does hold the yeah. ball a little longer, but he's, yeah. he's mobile in the pocket. He's not a statue. So I'm not sure. Do you think he's going to have more or less? Well, his sack percentage was lower than Jimmy's last year. He proved last year that he's better at avoiding pressure than Jimmy. But I just wonder, like, and they're not going to throw as much as last year. So that would both indicate less. But this is not the same offensive line. They essentially traded Lake and Tomlinson for Javarius Ward, which is a good trade, but they don't have an upgrade for Lake and Tomlinson, and they don't have an upgrade for Alex Mack. So, um, like t- two years ago, this team led the league in quarterback hits, and that wasn't Nick Mullins being, you know, indecisive. That was terrible offensive line play. So, um, I hope it's less, but part of me feels like it's going to be more. Like this guy's going to be under siege. I don't know. Well, I don't, I don't know what to expect from Aaron Banks. We haven't seen him start any games. Zero and Brendel and Burford. I mean, damn. I think I think uh, one thing that leads me to think it's going to be less is because uh, Trey Lance. It, I don't see Kyle Shanahan calling a lot of pocket passes for Trey Lance initially as much as he did for Jimmy. I think a lot of Trey Lance's passes are going to come outside the pocket, and so that will help with reducing. And also, he's just mobile; like he's going to run a lot more than than. Uh, Jimmy, you know, he's going to, he's even better in the pocket. So that's one thing that, uh, you know, I don't think is talked about enough is in the pocket. He has way more pocket awareness. He's more escapability uh, than Jimmy Garoppolo has. So I I actually think he's a lot more calm in the pocket too. Jimmy kind of starts doing pirouettes. Yeah. He'll start spinning circles. Trey's very calm. He keeps his eyes upfield. He steps up in the pocket. He seems very confident. Not like, Oh my God, I'm going to get hit. Like, no, I'm not going to get, I'm going to avoid this. I'm going to make a play. That's just, so far, he's, he's young in his career. Could get sometimes quarterback lose that, but so far he has it. Well, Jimmy was actually not as bad in the beginning as he right. after he got after he got injured. He got he looked like a different quarterback in that pocket. That's so. when the pirouette started. Yeah. All right, are we going to quarterback rating? Yeah, quarterback rating ninety eight point seven. What do, what do you think? Better or worse? See, again, a lot of people are going to say lower, lower. But that's the that's Kyle. That's the offense. And every, again, everyone said uh, Trey was not good in preseason. Right? Just didn't have a good preseason. A little shaky. You know what his quarterback rating was in preseason? Hmm. 116. Yeah. 116. So, I mean, Kyle Shanahan, these weapons, yeah, he's going to get sacked, but he's not going to throw that much. He's going to hit big plays. I think the efficiency is going to be pretty – I think it's going to be higher than 98. I think it's going to be like 100-something. Yeah, I think most of it has to do with, you know, your – Not because he's great, but just because Kyle is going to manage him and not ask him to do too much, and he can do certain things really well. Sorry for cutting you off. Oh, no, that's fine. No, I think his touchdown interception ratio is going to be better. And I think that's a big, that's a big part of the, the, the QB rating. So I think that is yeah. going to put him up. And, and even last year in the games he played, he, he did, he had a great quarterback rating. So I think it's going to be higher. Um, now, what was his TD to INT ratio last year? Let's check it out. Oh, it was, it was five to two. Five to two. Five to two. Okay. Yeah. That's already better than Jimmy. Was that two and a half to one? Right. Yeah. Now they did it insert him at the end of some drives sometimes, but still. Yeah. Still. Yep. Yeah, it'll be two to one, which is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, now here's the here's the big difference. Um, that w- what Jimmy's gonna bring to the 49ers. These last, let's put them all together, these last five stats, rushing attempts, uh, Garoppolo 38, rushing yards, 51, rushing average, 1.3 yards per carry, rushing long seven, rushing touchdowns three. Trey Lance is going to be better in every way at every one of these stats. It's not even going to be close. Lance he's, is going to get more than hundred carries this year. He's probably going to average close to six yards a carry, if not more. He's probably going to get 10 rushing touchdowns. He could lead the team in rushing this year. He could have eight, 900 rushing yards this year. If, if the Niners have a running back committee, he could be the constant. I'm just saying. If, yeah. If everything we're saying is right about uh, these, all of these stats, 
then that's a superior quarterback. Trey Lance is a superior quarterback over over Jimmy Garoppolo. If he doesn't, and it doesn't mean that he's worth five hundred million dollars. That he's the next Steve Young, but it just means he's better than Jimmy. And people keep talking about this is like Joe and Steve. It's not Joe and Steve. No. It's not. And so that's why you don't have to go back to Jimmy Garoppolo immediately if Trey Lance struggles a little bit at first because you're not turning back to Joe. It's not like if you go to Jimmy, you're like, okay, now we'll win the Super Bowl. We got Jimmy. Like, no, you tried multiple times. He, the worst fourth quarter playoff quarterback ever. So you, you got to kind of give Trey a chance because yeah. this guy had a lot of chances and he was never a pro bowler, never a good playoff quarterback. He's not a savior. What he is is a good backup quarterback who can get you through a few games. He's not the guy you turn to to save your season. I mean, if he was, he wouldn't have traded three first-round draft picks to draft Trey Lance in the first place. So I think um, – And some team would have traded for him by now. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Shannon is not a dumb guy, man. Like, the fact that Trey Lance is on the team, the fact they traded to get him because they didn't believe that Jimmy was the answer, they're not going to go backwards – and crush Trey Lance's ego and put Jimmy Garoppolo in the guy they wanted to trade. They're not going to no. do that unless they absolutely have to. Because I think people who have been Niner fans, maybe older, they remember the Joe Montana Steve thing. It was like, yeah, Steve, like, you're great. You know, you clearly have a lot of talent. And one day you might be better than, but if you're not ready to win a Super Bowl right freaking now, Steve, we got to go back to Joe because he's the greatest quarterback of all time. And Steve was like, okay, well, I'm all pro. I'm 14 and two. I'm the best quarterback in the league. Is that good enough? And they're yeah. like, uh, I don't know. You lost to Dallas. You lost to mm-hmm. But ultimately, that's what he had. To, and that's the kind of pressure he was under. Trey is not under that kind of pressure. He doesn't have Joe Montana breathing down his neck. It's Jimmy. Yeah. It's Jimmy. There's going to be a segment of the fan base calling for Jimmy all the time, super early. But Kyle Shanahan is, he's committed to Trey Lance. Um, you know, sure. You know, I reported that, you know, there's people hesitant inside the locker room um, about Trey Lance, but it doesn't mean that they they're not ready to to take it on. It's just it's so unknown with Trey Lance. It's still unknown. Right. Um, There's reasons to be excited to believe in him. There's really not any reasons not to believe in him. It's just that, you know, what you can do with Jimmy um, and Trey Lance is unknown. So there'll be a segment of the fan base that calls for Jimmy early. But I don't think Kyle is, is on that same page. It's just like, were there Chiefs fans that were really saying like, you can't get rid of Alex Smith. No, we win with him. Or like, were there Rams fans that were really upset about Jared Goff? Like, what? I, I just, I, I don't. I that don't comparison get it. with Patrick yeah. Mahomes and Alex Smith yeah. is a much better comparison than Steve Young and Joe Montana. Right. right? You have right. a game I mean, manager, a decent, good game manager. And then a new exciting talent coming up. That that's a better comparison. Yeah. If you have a starting quarterback who is a little over the hill but has won a Super Bowl, I understand feeling a little bit of hesitancy moving off of him for an unknown. Like, and those are the situations we're talking about: Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, uh, Joe Montana, Steve Young. Jimmy doesn't qualify. No. Jimmy's here not because he's getting over the hill, but because he wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? Like he should have been replaced last year. In yeah. fact, let's talk about that. You think Trey Lance would be better this year if he had played last year? So <laughs> the, my answer is, is like 85% of what the 49ers fan base said. So we, I, I put a poll up on Twitter. You retweeted it. It got 1,332 votes. So 1,332 Niner fans voted. 85% said yes, the Trey Lance would be better this year if he played last year, which is what – you and I were calling for all last year. I don't know who these 15% are, but they said, they said no. So yeah, I think it's obvious. Uh, you were calling for it. I was calling for it. it to me. I know a lot of people think differently, but to me, I'm a super bowl or bust kind of guy. If yeah. we don't win the super, and I'm not talking about going to the super bowl. There's a lot of Niner fans. I noticed that are cool with, Hey, we got to the super bowl, right? That's, nah, no, it's not about you getting to the thing. super bowl. Yes. Yeah. And if you don't win the Super Bowl, and I know a lot of people are going to agree, if you don't win the Super Bowl with Jimmy G last year, which we didn't, then Trey Lance should have been playing the whole time because right. that would give us a better chance of winning the Super Bowl this year. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's what I keep coming back to is, like, for example, Kurt Warner. 
yes, of course, Trey Lance should have played last year. Kurt Warner says, you know, it's a lot of pressure for Trey Lance because vets on that team are going to want to win and they're going to want Jimmy. And he compared it to himself when he was with the Giants. He was with Eli that year when Eli was a rookie and Eli was terrible that year. And they eventually gave the job to Eli, even though Kurt Warner was much better and some players on the team wanted, wanted to be the quarterback. I can, I get that because it's like if you make the playoffs and Kurt Warner's your quarterback, he already won a Super Bowl. Like he could do it again. And there's that thought. Jimmy's not that kind of quarterback. Jimmy's not going to the Hall of Fame. Jimmy hasn't won a Super Bowl. He had a chance. He failed. So when the Niners were like, well, you know, we got to give Jimmy one more year because it's a Super Bowl roster and he's a Super Bowl quarterback. No, he's not. He lost. If he were if he had won, that'd be another thing. But if he had won, you would never would have brought in uh, Trey Lance. If he'd hit Emmanuel Sanders, you never would have brought in Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. So uh, what chance – you just want to go to the Super Bowl and lose? You just want to go to the playoffs and lose? Nah, not on the Niners. Yes, Lance should have started last year. They knew they couldn't win with Jimmy Garoppolo. It almost felt like, well, it feels it feels good to be in the mix, though. It feels good to be talked about. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, since Harbaugh, you know, that we're at least not clowns like we were in the, early, in the 2000s. But, you know, before Harbaugh went to the Super Bowl and then Kyle went to the Super Bowl, the Niners never lost a Super Bowl appearance. In the 80s and 90s, they won every single Super Bowl that they went to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the standard I hold them to. I know a lot of people probably think differently, but that, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, I think a lot of a big reason that the Niner, the 49ers have such a large international fan base that transcends the Bay Area is the standard of excellence they used to represent. I mean, they revolutionized the sport, they changed the sport, and they always were prepared when they were when it was time for the Super Bowl. And that's how they make money. That's how the Yorks make money is profiting off of what they, of the standard they had in the 80s and 90s. But that's not their standard anymore. And that's why old heads like me and you get all grumpy about the Niners. Like, what is this? I'm sorry. This is a specific brand. And this is, you know what I'm saying? Not it. Well, that, that's, why, that's why, you know, before I used to come on with you, I, you know, I always watched your shows anyways. And that's part of the reason. Like, the way you approach things, that's how – you know, I'm a jaded Niner fan. I'm an old yeah. head. So, you know, yeah. my expectations are a lot higher than, than a lot of these young guys are just started watching the Niners. You know, if you could, if you just started watching the Niners in the two thousands and you look at them this decade, you're like, Oh, these guys are doing great. You know, hey, but they're if, trying. If you started, <laughs> like I was a Niner fan in the nineties. If you were a Niner fan in the nineties, like the authentic experience is to almost not be a fan anymore. It's like, yeah. what? That's not the team I was rooting for. And I had to stop being a fan because I became a journalist. Um, I might have stopped being a fan anyway. I just the York, something about the Yorks are it's like you're pro, you're pretending to to represent the same values as the DeBartolos. You mentioned that he's your uncle, but it's way different. And you're you're content to to turn a profit. You move the team out of San Francisco. Ah, anyway, maybe we'll figure it out. If DeBartolo owned the 49ers this year, they would have signed two at least one or two high-level linemen, free agents. Um, You know, they would have brought in a starting safety. Um, They would have went all in. Like, everyone's like, oh, we look great. And we do. But one or two, three more moves would have pushed it over the top. But here's the thing what people don't understand. Why don't the Niners make more moves in free agency? Because of the comp picks. There's a very complicated uh, equation for how those work. But if you start signing a bunch of people, that cancels out the people you lose and you don't get comp picks. The Niners love comp picks. It's free money for them. Mm-hmm. I don't think Eddie, Eddie D would care about getting extra picks in you know rounds four, five, and six, but the Niners do. So here, here's what I'm saying. The Niners signed Traverius Ward. That was costly for them. They might have gotten a nice comp pick for Lake and Tomlinson, but Traverius Ward got the same contract. So they cancel each other out. So they get mm-hmm. comp picks for DJ Jones and Arden Key, and they'll probably get like a fifth round pick and a seventh round pick. So next year, again, the Niners are hoping that Jimmy Garoppolo gets a starting quarterback uh, contract next year so they get a third-round comp pick. Well, not if they sign someone for $16 to $18 million, if, which, which Niner fans want them to do. Go get J.C. Jackson. Well, if you do that and you lose Jimmy and he actually gets that contract, they cancel each other out. No comp pick. So there's a lot of reasons the Niners are so hesitant in free agency. It's that. It's a big, it's a big thing. Let me ask you something. I had a question I was hoping you could clarify because I'm still not understanding completely. Um, there's a reporter that ha- this reporting that Jimmy Garoppolo being on the contract on the books 
this last year did not prevent them from going after free agents. I looked through a press conference and I have a show you asking John Lynch this specifically, right. and he never denied that that was the case. He just said, well, despite that, I was still able to do what I wanted to do. So right. can you clarify he, he, this he, now? It was either here. Kyle said, look, we had plan A, plan B, plan C, and none of those included Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster. Given that he is, we've made the best of it. And yeah. I, I think they're trying to say like, you know, this was our plan all along. And again, the Niners are committed to comp picks. So I don't think, I'm not sure that they necessarily wanted to sign four or five big time free agents because that means they can't get free picks in the 120s or the yeah. 150s. I'm telling so you. He said that was the plan, and, and you know maybe that was the plan, was. and that's cool. But but can we like can we clarify like did Jimmy Garoppolo's could they have used Jimmy Garoppolo's money to acquire free agents if he wasn't on the team? Would they have more opportunity? Because that's what I want. You can't tell me the Niners are super excited to have Jake Brendel as their center. Yeah, uh, that was the plan all along is to just go with someone with three career starts at center. Hey, it's cool. We believe in him like that. That's Plan B at best. That's Plan yeah. D. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the signing of the, the free agent uh, lineman that they just picked up, not the free agent, but yeah, the free agent lineman they picked up shows you that that wasn't the plan because they, their goal for him is probably to make him a center. Yeah, absolutely. And they have Brunskill waiting around as well. Yeah. Callie Tremor says it's like once you've had a good enchilada, you expect all other enchiladas to be that good. And if not, you're disappointed. Great show, Grant. From an old school Niner fan, bring back Ray Brown. Yeah, but it's like the Niners weren't any enchilada. You know, in the 80s and the 90s, they were like, the greatest enchilada in the world. Yeah. And people were coming from all over the world to be like, what is in this? What is in this? Oh my God. Yeah. Is that crack? <laughs> wow. And yeah. now it's like, whoa, you changed the recipe, man. You, this is just, now this is just, you know, one of the good enchiladas. I wouldn't travel to see this. To, to, yeah. I wouldn't travel to have this. I mean, if I'm in town, maybe I'll get the enchilada. That's what it is. And it's like a, damn, you, ha how did you go from having the best enchilada in the world <laughs> to just a merely decent one? I don't get that. Yeah. It's yeah, that's the enchilada metaphor. Thank you, Callie. All right, moving on. Let's do a little um, college exercise. Let's make the argument. If the Niners were to win the Super Bowl this year, this would be why. Lay out the argument for the scenario where the Niners win the Super Bowl. Why okay. and how? If the, if the Niners win the Super Bowl this year, it's going to be because of three things. The defense above everything else. Um, Kyle Shanahan ability to use Trey Lance um, to his strengths and Trey Lance playing like a lot of people think he can by having a, a quick, a fast learning curve. If Trey Lance reaches his potential somehow, or even close to his potential this year, um, that's how they're going to win the Super Bowl. defense, Kyle Shanahan, Trey Lance running game. It's funny. I'm not even going to mention the quarterback. I'm not even going to mention the quarterback. To me, it's two things. Because look, as as overrated as Jimmy Garoppolo is, I don't know if he's overrated. They almost won Super Bowls with him, all with him doing nothing. Mm -hmm. So forget the quarterback position. And at least in my opinion, as long as the offensive line isn't freaking awful, like a lot of people are like, oh well, you know, the the, the Bengals went to the Super Bowl with a bad offensive line. Yeah, they lost, and there were a bunch of sacks at the end. They could have won. They freaking lost. So if the goal is to win, the offensive line can't be that bad. It's got to be decent. And I'm not mm -hmm. sure that it is. We'll find out. Um, the other thing is Debo. He's the best player in this team. And last year, he almost carried Jimmy Garoppolo to the finish line. All, could Maybe maybe could have. Jimmy Kyle didn't give him the ball. I'll never understand that. But is he the same Debo? If so, then the Niners definitely have a chance. If not, I... But if they do... So why they will win the Super Bowl... Debo backs it up and does it again. You know, even he's had kind of a rough off season. Who cares? He's a, he's a great athlete. He puts the team on his back once again and with a little bit better quarterback play and the offensive line that's good enough, all mm -hmm. you need. With yeah. this defense that's so great, Debo pushes him over the top. I think, I think the reason why I say Trey is because it seems like, you know, you look how far you can get with Jimmy in the run game and Debo, but can you win the big freaking game in the fourth right. quarter? Right? Nope. Yeah. Trey's going to have to be that guy at some point in the playoffs and uh, Jimmy wasn't. And that's why it was right. Super Bowl. Yeah. It's a quarterback driven game. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And really you could say as good as Debo is, as good as Bosa is the Niners don't legitimately have a Super Bowl window. That's like a period of time where you could win multiple championships where you're looked at as a favorite until you have a top 10 quarterback or better. Mm -hmm. You could always be that team like the Ravens or the bears that wins one with a great defense, but 
There was no window there. Those were one-offs. Mm -hmm. And the Niners shouldn't be a one-off team. They should be a team, a contender with a window, but you can't really be considered that until you get the quarterback. And it's I not think, Jimmy, it might be Trey. I think if the if 49ers win the Super Bowl this year, by the end of the season, Trey Lance is going to be looked at as a superstar in, yeah. in order for that to happen. Yeah. First year starter winning the Super Yeah, no, no yeah. doubt. Um, okay, let's do the other side of it. Here's if the Niners, <clears throat> if the Niners were to struggle <laughs> this season, why? Here's why. Lay it out. The, for the reason the, the offensive line is going to be my biggest question going into it. It's funny. I'm almost taking your answers for the other reason, but yeah. um, the offensive line is going to be the main thing. Like who knows, you know, it, it, it's possible that these guys end up being better than we all think they're going to be. Um, but right now that's the biggest question. And so the offensive line, if they struggle, the rest of the team is going to have a hard time. And then Debo, if Debo is not Debo, um, if that yeah, relationship with, with, with Trey Lance and Debo is not the same, um, if he's not being the guy that he was last year, that could be another reason. Um, I think the last thing would be safeties. If, if Hufanga doesn't step up and be the guy that I think he can be, if he struggles, um, you know, the DBs are good, but the safety position is still a question mark for me. Yeah, agree. Um, let's go back to the offensive line. A lot of people are saying like, you know, it's not going to be that big of a deal. And I think some people are looking like, you know, we just talked about it. You know, maybe there won't be as many sacks as last year because they won't throw it as much. And um, Trey Lance can avoid some pressure. That's all true. But what's concerning about the offensive line, if it's so bad, what if it hurts the run game too? Everything like the Niners are going to have a dominant run game this year. They're going to lead the league in rushing. What if they don't block well? I, with Lake and Tomlinson and Alex Mack and, and a healthy Mike McGlinchey, hell yeah, they will. They have because I mean, the reason the Niners run game is so good is the blocking and the scheme. I mean, the running backs, no one says the Niners are the best running back in the league. They have good running backs who fit their scheme, but it's the blocking and the scheme. What if the blocking isn't there? What if Aaron Banks is bad? What if Jake Brendel is bad? What if Spencer Burford isn't good? What you know what I mean? Like, what if Michael Lynch is hurt? Then they can't do it. It's not going to work no matter how good the idea is or the or the, uh, the play design. So, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. And, and so let me add a couple more that, that, that popped up in my head. Um, another reason why the 49ers will struggle this season is because if Kyle Shanahan just doesn't use Trey Lance correctly, if he tries to, and yet one thing I'm really it concerned takes him with, too long. He figures out in December. Yeah. Right. Maybe you should have played him last year. You could have figured it out. Yeah. You know, Trey, you know, Kyle, Hanna, Sh 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 excuse me, Kyle Shanahan is known Kyle Kenahan. Uh, for being great at this stuff. Um, but one of my concerns is if he's going to just turn Trey Lance into a straight running back, yep. how, how long is Trey Lance going to be healthy for? And we having Jimmy could even embolden and say, Hey, we got a great backup. So actually we're going to run him more now. That was, I don't even care if he gets hurt. Sorry. My immediate reaction yeah. when they re-signed Jimmy was that like, oh, sh Kyle Shanahan is going to run the shit With out. No of conscience. No, yeah. look, based on what they were uh, installing in training camp, that's my go-to take as well. Like, look, we tried to, install a basic offense for you you were erratic so here's how we're gonna have to win games and it involves the triple option it's, yeah it's a concern of mine i know yeah. a lot of people are looking forward to it and i'm sure it could be effective but i'm thinking long term and like i just would rather have trey lance healthy and and figure let let debo run it let elijah mitchell let mason run it like let uh freaking wilson run it we don't need the threat of him is good enough. You know, let him run once or twice a game and, and that's it. But I have a feeling that Kyle Shanahan is going to do a lot more than that. Okay. Um, I know this is why the Niners are going to struggle, but let me say why they're not going to struggle. Just, just to leave this segment on a positive note. Yeah. So um, look at Philly. Philly is a team that went, was it 10 and seven last year? They made the playoff. They're similar to the Niners. Mm -hmm. And the Niners are sort of trying to reinvent themselves and to kind of be like Philly. I mean, Jalen Hurts isn't better than Trey Lance. And that's a team that I think led the league in rushing last year or was very close to it. And Hurts was a big part of that. And they didn't get him hurt. I mean, maybe they got him a little bit, but it could work. If it could work for Philly, it could work for the Niners. They have better weapons. It's just that Philly tends to have a good offensive line. They do. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we'll see. That's the big difference. Although yeah. I think most people say the Niners are better than Philly. Yeah, I think everyone, you know, they, everyone is. If also, it can work for them, it can work for this guys. Maybe I don't know. The run game is going to have to be great because the, the line that we assembled is a running offensive line. They're not. They're horrible in pass 
protection. So I think we are going to see a lot more running than I'm comfortable with. Yeah. And, and to go back to also in the preseason, there were not a lot of holes. I know Trent Williams didn't play McGlinchey didn't play much, but the run game from the line standpoint, didn't look amazing to me. Um, at least with the first and second unit, you know, got better with the third or third stringers out there actually. Um, so it's a little bit deceiving, you know, and maybe that's why uh, Trey Sermon only what he averaged like two yards a carry or something horrible like that. So I think the offensive line in the run game and the pass game is still a big concern. And that may be why they struggle this season if they do. JCK 510 makes up, brings up a great point. Yeah. Philly has a cakewalk division and schedule. Um, okay. Moving on. So Nick Bosa's barring injury. Barring injury, Nick Bosa will lead this team in sacks. Who will be number two? I'm going to go out and I'm going to say Drake Jackson. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm, I think they're going to put him in on third downs. Maybe not, in a, maybe not in the beginning, but as the season wears on, you know, injuries happen, more opportunities are created for him. I'm going to say it's going to be him. He's going to be in there on third downs at some point. What do you think? I think it's going to be Samson Ebukam. Mm-hmm. And that the reason I thing. say that is he's a vet and he's in a contract here. He's trying to make that money. Drake Jackson just happened. I mean, I don't know, but he's really good. But there's no pressure on Drake to perform yet. I've seen rookies like that where it's like, you yeah. know, I'm just I'm just getting my feet wet. No yeah. expectations for me. Samson is in that part of his life where he has to go. And if they were to take him off the field on third downs, he might be really upset. I mean, a vet who's trying to get paid. You haven't given him extension. He's in a lame duck year, essentially. And you won't give him pass rush opportunities. I think he's going to be on the field on third down. Maybe Drake Jackson will too, but I think Ebukam's going to play a whole lot of snaps this year, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to be motivated. I, I always bet on players in, in contract years, always. Yeah, yeah. You, you could definitely... the best of me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying it's human you, nature. You could definitely be right there. I just uh, that was my first guess, but I'm like, let me go with let me go with the nah. rookie man. I, my first guess was Drake, but I'm like, nah, I'm betting on the on the yeah. on the grown man. I'm betting on the grown man. Yeah, we'll see, man. It's going to be – that part is interesting. We know Nick Bosa is going to be number one, but who will be number So you're not Armstead? Um, it could be Armstead, you know, just collecting, you know, the, the leftovers from Nick Bosa, moving people around. It could be. You never know. I got a name for you. Who? Kerry Hyder. Oh, Kerry Hyder. Kerry Hyder. Kerry Hyder led this team in sacks two years ago, and yeah. there's a question as to who the fourth pass rusher is going to be. Someone has to replace Arden Key. Mm-hmm. Could be him. Could be Hyder. I Could can be see him. it. Talented. They got a talented. You never know. It, it, it's a big, big question. I'm not sure. Because I think um, who let them? Who was number two in sacks last year? Arden Key. I think so. I think it was. I have to check it out. Yeah, I think it was. Kerry Hyder is he like plus eight million to be the number? Is this even a prop bet in Vegas? I learned. <laughs> I just learned how this works. <laughs> you might want to take that if you can find it. Yeah, to put it on Kerry Hyder. I don't think Kinlaw is going to be number two, but any, maybe could. Maybe, maybe it's possible. It's harder up the middle. He dominated that backup guard for Minnesota. That was tight. Smoked that dude. Stormy location says Tom Brady won the Super Bowl in the second season. Let's go Niners. It's true. So if Trey Lance wins it this year, he'll be the next Tom Brady. I think that's what he's trying to say. Will Trey or Jimmy be captain? What? <laughs> what? It's not going to be question. Jimmy. Will Jimmy Ward. Will Jimmy Ward will be captain. You think they'll make Trey a captain? Jimmy Ward will be a captain, not Jimmy Garoppolo. Will Trey be a captain or will no quarterback be a captain this year? I think he makes Trey a captain. It would help. Yeah. I think you have to, man. He's a quarterback. I think you have to. Yeah. If they don't, it'll be a story. If they yeah. do, it'll be a story. True Boxing King says we should all vote Jimmy into the Pro Bowl off the bench just to make the Niners pony up that contract bonus. That's funny. Yeah. I could see it happening. Make it a thing on TikTok. The Bay yeah. Area runs online Pro Bowl voting. Like, if you really? notice, like, you, you notice with like the Warriors, you saw all the guys that went to the to the All Star game on the Warriors because of fans. It's a popularity yeah. contest, and the Bay Area runs it. I, I can see it. I can see it. No, happen. this is actually a hilarious, a, a great suggestion. We should do this. Let's make it happen. You have the power to make yeah. the the York family spend more money. It's, at I the like end that. of every show, you got to push it, Grant. Yeah, Jimmy. It's, <laughs> merch. Yeah, Jimmy for the Pro Bowl. Yes. I, I would wear that vote. shirt. Yeah. I would vote Jimmy. For, I would wear that shirt. That's yeah. what I'm looking for, baby. All right, great. Push it. Who will lead the 49ers in interceptions this year on defense, not a quarterback? I'm going to go with 
I want to say M Womack, but I'm going to go with Emmanuel Mosley. Hmm. Why? Uh, I think Mosley, man, it, it, it's the same thing for him. He's kind of in a year where he's going to have to go out and, and earn that contract, kind of the same thing you did when it comes to sacks. Mosley just con continues to be on the uptick for me. And uh, I think, you know, you're going to have Charvarius Ward back there. I think they probably would be more willing to target Mosley over Ward. I think he's going to get a lot of opportunities. Um, could be Womack, but I, I'm going to go with Mosley. I just got a gut feeling it's Mosley. I love Mosley. He's a hell of a cornerback, but I feel like he could do a better job of like catching the ball sometimes. Like sometimes <laughs> he's kind of content to just knock it down where he's like, yeah. man, you're right there. Pick that off. Um, maybe he'll take the next step this year. I kind of feel that way about Traverius Ward, although Traverius Ward made some, I think he made a one-handed pick this year in, tra in training camp, but I'm going to go with Womack. He's going to get targeted a lot too. He's got, he seems to have the ball skills. I'm not sure that Mosley does. That's what basically what I'm questioning. I great player, but Womack might have it, and uh, he's going to get tested. So yeah. I'm and not going to say Hafunga, though. I, I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe. You're going to you, – I got I, – I'm going to bring up Hufanga in a second, so you, you might be surprised at this one. But, um, uh, but yeah, no, I think I think it could be Mosley. could be Womack. Womack has shown that he's the guy. If he does it his rookie year, that's that's crazy. That guy's going to have a bright future. If he did. But, you know, he is he's going to be the nickel most likely, and – they target the nickel a lot uh, or the, the receiver, the slot receiver a lot, and he's going to be guarding them. So it could be definitely Sam Womack. Who will lead the team in tackles? Okay. I think it's, I think it's obvious it's going to be Fred Warner. So I think, do you agree with that? No, no. Okay. So <laughs> I think for me, I think it's obvious it's going to be Fred Warner, but to the, the guy who's going to have the second most tackles on the team is Hufanga. Okay. Mm -hmm. make the case well who finally just seems to always be in the right place uh i think this is going to be a big year for him i'm i'm a i've seen a lot in Hufanga last year even when everyone was down on him he always seems to be in the right place at the right time he's playing a position that allows him if loosely your middle linebacker your safety is going to be your leading tackler on the team um and so i think it's going to be warner he was last year uh it wasn't even close but I think second is going to be Hufanga. Uh, I just think he's always in the right place, right time, and his position is going to allow him to. And he's a hitter. He's a hard hitter. You saw the preseason hit he had. Uh, he loves he loves that, that that violence, and I like that about him. Yeah, Warner had 137 tackles last year. Alshair had 102. But Warner played three more games. He played 16 games. Alshair played 13. Um, Dre Greenlaw hardly played. It's hard to pick Greenlaw because he gets hurt. So does Alshair. Maybe Fred Warner just – leads the uh, the team just because he's on the field the most. But I don't know, man. Again, Alshair and Greenlaw are both in contract years. These guys are super motivated. They got – this is the time. to If they, if you either ball out this this year or you don't get the bag. You don't. So this is it. And um, I think Alshair is a hell of a player. But I don't know to pick him, though, because it seemed like in, in training camp, Greenlaw was the one staying on the field in uh, nickel and Alshair was coming off. So I want to – I can't pick Greenlaw, though. He gets hurt. Alshair! Aziz over Fred. Aziz. I'm a big Aziz Alshair fan. I love that yeah. guy. I think he's a hell of a player. I think he hits harder than Fred. I think he gets in the backfield more than Fred. And I think he's just as fast sideline to sideline. Fred uh, is a top 30 player in the league because he does all that stuff well. Plus, he's a good in coverage and leadership. Mm -hmm. He's he's very rah rah and he talks. Mm -hmm. Um, you take that stuff away. I think. I mean, look, they didn't have. Fred Warner for one game. Al Shire came in and was great. He was the middle linebacker. He was like the best player on the defense. I think that guy's a hell of a player, but he does get hurt too. The linebacker, the whole linebacking room on the 49ers in general is really, really good. Solid yeah. through, through. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Who's going to have more catches among the Niners? Three, four, five wide receivers. Juwan Jennings, Ray Ray McLeod, or Danny Gray? Yeah, this was a tough one for me to, to kind of go with. I think uh, if we're basing it on preseason and not last year, I think the new guy, the new threat, the new deep threat is Danny Gray. And I actually think he's a better route runner, route runner than people gave him credit for. I'm going to go with Danny Gray. Um, I think Danny Gray is going to merge this season and could be an offensive rookie of the year uh, candidate. 
I really do. I think he's going to get a couple of deep shots per game. And uh, I think it's going to be Danny Gray. Yeah, I, he's definitely going to get at least one deep shot per game. And that means he's going to average like 20 yards a catch and have a few touchdowns and have some big plays. But the question is, who will have more catches? And so he well, may have the biggest impact of these three, but mm -hmm. they're all going to be used differently. And I agree with how they're going to use Gray. The thing is that Jennings just had an abysmal offseason, but he always does that. And Kyle's acknowledged it and said he's kind of a late starter. He kind of gets going as the year goes on. McLeod had a great offseason. So to me, I think he took the, the number three job away from Jennings, at least in certain situations. They want to do this triple option. They want to have the, the pistol formation with a running back over here and a tight and a wide receiver over here. He's he's doing that. He, it's him and Debo. So I think he's like got a bigger role in the offense, but he's small. And if he fumbles, you know, Jennings could sort of pass him up. Um, I'm going to go with McLeod, though. I'm going with McLeod. I think Ray Ray really had a nice offseason, and he's going to be a big part of their – they need more gadget players. He's part of the running game. I think he's going to be getting more catches, more playing time, more catches. Yeah, and I think in, in the uh, third and long, I think you're going to see McLeod in the backfield coming out mm -hmm. for, to be the, the catching running back. I can Maybe, but what I want to say is that I think their third down back should be used check. They never do it, but he's a good mm -hmm. receiver. He's a hell of a blocker. I think he'd be – you pay him a ton of money. He should be a three-down player, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Underused, for sure. Underused. At least sometimes. I mean, they yeah. used to have Jermichael Hasty in there on third down. It's like you can't tell me he's helping your offense in this situation more than you check with. Oh, can't tell me. Here's a, here's a uh, bold prediction for you, Grant. At some point, they're going to line up the rookie Poe in the, in the backfield this year. I can see that. I can see that. Mm -hmm. I could definitely see that. Like, uh, yep, I can see that. Yeah. Red zone? Yeah. Short yardage? Yeah. Fullback? Yeah, I can see it happening, man. He could be like the sixth offensive lineman that comes in but can also line up in the backfield and you can motion him around a little bit. I think you're on to something there. Yeah. yeah. Did I you see that like tape he made when he was like coming out of college, going into the NFL? No. He called himself an interior, what do you say, guard, lineman? Fullback. Fullback. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Why not? I remember Harbaugh used to try to um, develop like short yardage running backs and it was uh, fullbacks. It was like Demarcus Dobbs. Usually defensive linemen. Yeah. Will Tukwafu. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Um, maybe did Sopoaga ever do it? I don't know. But mm -hmm. that was his idea to have some big guy who, you you know, when everyone knows you're running anyway. Well, remember he put, he put Trent Williams in motion last year. Why don't you? Point. That's yeah. a great point. So instead of doing that, um, you have a sixth offensive lineman you can bring in because you're a run first team anyway. I like six offensive lineman formations sometimes. Right. I like them. Doesn't bully you. Yeah. Pretty good. And yeah. he's ideal because he can motion in the back. That's genius. Yeah. Thanks, Kyle. You can make sure you give me my credit when you when you run that this year. I think Jason Poe is good enough to be a starting offensive lineman, but until he gets that job, this is a nice way to use him. And you can still call up two practice squad guys every game. Is that was that just a pandemic thing? You can still do that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Should you be can. one of them. Yeah, should be one of them. Yeah. All right. Well, that's exactly how the Niners' season is going to unfold. <laughs> they might those. win the Super Bowl. They might struggle. <laughs> <laughs> you're well. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Let me make sure there's no more things. Oh, there's hold on. There's one more. Niner gang Wolfcast says, to be fair, a lot of different staff now, but the Niners seem to have helped Mostert with his fumbling problem. Hopefully they can do that with McLeod. That is true. Also, Jeff Wilson Jr. used to have a fumbling problem, not so much anymore. Yeah. It's fixable. You think who's who's going to be the uh, starting return man and punt return, kick return and punt return man? Who do you think is going to do that this year? Ray Ray. Ray Ray. I think Ray Ray. Definitely is right. a punt return. I don't know if he's good at it, but they, I mean, he'll get the first crack at it. Because I don't think they're going to use him enough on offense to ju to justify what they pay him. I know that's why they brought him here, but I just in the preseason I didn't I wasn't in love with it. It's like know? get upfield. What are you doing? Yeah. Ricky B says Trey Lance will lead the the Niners in rushing TDs. Possible. I can definitely yeah. see that. I could see that. I think he could have ten rushing touchdowns this year. Yeah. Last thing, make sure you vote Jimmy Garoppolo into the Pro Bowl this year. It's uh, it would just be hilarious. So start the, start the movement. Jimmy Garoppolo, first backup Pro Bowl quarterback. It would be funny if he, his only Pro Bowl season came this year when he was a back. I think it needs to happen. I don't ask for much. Yeah. 
Thanks think for watching. We, I think if you push it, Grant, we can make it happen. I think we definitely can make it happen. I think it's the best idea anyone's ever had. And I'm <laughs> going to take it for myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's the show. It was fun. You guys have uh, you guys some fun going on this weekend? I'm going to Leon Bridges concert Sunday in Napa. I got like like front row, like amazing seats. I'm a big Leon Bridges. You might might know not know him, but he's kind of like old school blues, oh, cool. soul, R&B type singer. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm gonna be Sunday. Nice, cool. Well, have a good time, everyone. Enjoy your weekend because for the rest of the year, your weekends are dedicated to football. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. So enjoy. Have a good time. Take care.